Barbara, 96.5 FM, Casa. All right, we just heard some songs off the Mean Jesus EP titled Survive, and you are listening to Your Life in America live on KZAA LP 96.5 FM, broadcasting live out of the historical landmark Casa de la Raza on the east side of Santa Barbara. So you can also catch two of those songs um, from the Survive EP that are unreleased and remastered by Mean Jesus. They are at the end of the Marked for Life interview that I did uh, with Davin from Davin Bernard from Mark for Life, that Your Life in America show is on Spotify, and those two uh, remastered Mean Jesus songs are tacked onto the end of that interview. And I'm very grateful and, and honored to say that I am now joined all the way from the great state of Virginia by Keith and John from Mean Jesus. I'm not going to try and go for the last names. I'll let you guys do that. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, hey, how's how's it going, man? Uh, Keith Bolarjan. And John to Giorgio. Right on. See, I, I wanted to let you guys do that, man, because I've done that in the past and just <laughs> butchered it, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> uh, I've heard every butchering of my last name. So yeah, okay. I, I butchered Keith. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you guys calling f- live from the banks of the St. James right now, or what? Uh, uh, no, the not... James River? <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's closer to – wait, did I miss something or – yeah, it's closer to Richmond, but we're yeah. we're we're calling from the the nice waters of Virginia Beach. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, so it's just the James River then, right? Not St. James River. Right. As far as I don't know if it's been sainted since, but <laughs> pretty sure it's just the James. Okay. Yeah. Right on. The knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a California kid, man, but I'll get to my Virginia history later on. Um, but yeah, so oh, okay. we're we're joined from. Uh, by Keith and John from Mean Jesus. If you guys want to just uh, say real quick uh, what you play in Mean Jesus and any other bands that you're currently in. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll kick it off. Um, I'm Keith, obviously. I uh, play guitar and sing in Mean Jesus. Um, currently in two bands, Mean Jesus and Invaluable, both just hardcore punk rock bands. Um, been living in... Virginia most of my life. I'm actually was born in California from uh, Corona. So I know a little bit about that place. <laughs> Dude, no way. Um, I'm coming back yeah. to that because that's where I'm from. I grew up in Corona. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm John. I play drums in Mean Jesus. Um, I do some stuff with like, like other people. Like I used to kind of do like a drummer for hire thing for a while for a few local groups and stuff, but Mean Jesus is my main thing, and yeah. Right on. Um, okay, uh, John, I got to get this out of the way, way real quick. You are not the same uh, John, formerly the retired NFL linebacker who played for the Bills, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I... I uh... <laughs> I caught a football for the first time in my life at a band <laughs> practice a few weeks ago. So let's just dispel that one right there. There's video proof of that. Have you ever been? Have you, Have you ever come across that uh, that relation or that can like 
that name connection before? So what's funny is, um, I don't want to say this like, like, you know, like I'm bragging or something. I, I, I hate that I even said that just now, but <laughs> I played for Converge for a year. And then I just went like, you know, normal office IT worker. And I really didn't want my coworkers to know that I played in a band like that. <laughs> so, um, so when the NFL dude came out, it was awesome because I'm like page, you know, 10 Google news at that point. So that was, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for him. I, I have followed his career as a result, you know, so I think he's like a school teacher now or something. So I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and Hey man, you can brag about being in Converge. It's all good. No judgment here. But, yeah. Converge freaking rocks. So you can brag about yeah. that. Yeah. But I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't want, you know how it is. Like you work oh, in I office. Get it. Yeah. I, I always, I always kind of kept my, my hardcore stuff. You find like the one person there who kind of gets it. And then you're like best friends, but everybody else, you know, you know what I mean? Everybody listening probably has the same story. You're in my phone is John D. Converge, so. <laughs> nice. No, that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's, I totally get that. You know, if, if you, when it comes to hardcore, like, if you know, you know, if you don't, you don't, and you don't, and then, yeah. and then if people who don't know who are kind of outside of it, they kind of get a, um, like, I broke my ankle one time during a Brace War set, and then I, like, went back to work and told them people I was stage diving, and they, like, didn't understand <laughs> they're like they're like oh like crowd surfing so like no like you jumped and nobody caught you and i'm just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's like that concert feeling. it's like that feeling when you're like blasting something like like death metal or something something that is not for everybody and you've got your windows down and you're at a stoplight and there's like this family just looking at you and like utter disgust it's like that kind of reaction <laughs> you just try to avoid you know for sure man um Cool. Well, thanks for thanks for answering that question. And I got I can't I can't avoid this now. Keith, can you give me a time frame? If I don't, I'm not I'm not trying to date you, but a time frame from when you lived in Corona because I've never met like, that's really really crazy to me because that's where I grew up. You know, I I grew up that's in a, Corona, so yeah. Nice. Well, I um I was I was born in '84, so from '84 to '90 I was there, so I was young. I was like, so I didn't do any much much hanging out there. Okay. And then I moved over to um, Riverside, like uh, Moreno Valley area. So that's where I did a lot of my, you know, I was there for a while. And then I, then I'm now in Virginia, unfortunately. No, I'm just kidding. I love Virginia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, where did you go to high school? Um, I went, I went here, uh, Ocean Lakes High School here in Virginia Beach. Okay, got that's you. Where I, uh, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't over in uh, Corona or. Did Rio you, Valley at that point. Yeah. Did you ever, did, were you into punk and hardcore or anything at the time, at that time, did you ever make it to the showcase theater? No, I did. I did. Unfortunately, I didn't make it out there. Um, I was a little, I was a little too young being over there, uh, like, you know, living in Moreno Valley, but yeah. you know, I heard a lot of cool stuff that I missed out on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just so, that's just caught me off guard, man. It's so crazy. Well, shout out to crown town. Um, thank you guys so much again for, for calling in the show. Um, so I, I've all, I've been interviewing a lot of bands and stuff and, um, you know, I, I've been just curious, you know, to ask everybody I've been talking to, uh, kind of just like how the past year has been for you, you know, like, uh, you know, maybe, uh, professionally or personally kind of musically, like, you know, I think 2020 is a tough year for everybody. Um. So maybe if you guys don't mind just reflecting on that a little bit, uh, Keith, we could start with you. 
Okay. Um, it was as far musically, it was uh, kind of productive. I mean, that's how me and Jesus really got our, uh, you know, our start was during all this. Like me and John um, played in a band before this uh, around. It was like 2018, 2019. You know, it was a couple projects that we we worked on, um, and then those kind of you know they kind of fizzled out. You know, but then uh, I, me and uh, our current bass player Ryan, we we had a band before called Bad Korea, and it was just more fat rat type punk rock. Yeah, you know the the West Coast thing, um, and. Well, sometime last year, you know, I we we decided to get the band back together, like kind of just like had ideas for doing something different, and that's when um asked John because we were already jamming with the other band and kind of, you know, unsure what we're gonna do, and then we came about and that was you know we started writing a bunch of stuff. So, um, I guess it was uh, I don't want to say it was a blessing because it was you know quarantine, coronavirus in general is horrible, but yeah, um, I mean millions you know, of times. Yeah, you know, and we just, but we were able to do like, you know, our thing, music, focus on a lot of our music, and uh, so that that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I was able to work, which was nice, you know. Like I know a lot of people were unfortunately, you know, lost their income and just, you know, there's just a lot of really bad stuff happened during that period. So um, I was lucky to, to, I'm very grateful for that. Um, and kind of just, I don't know, I took the time to kind of just really reinvent, not, not really reinvent myself, but just like focus on things that were important to me, you know, and just picked up some hobbies and I don't know, it, it was just, it was a weird time. Still is a weird time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah, it's been cool. I, you know, I think I've heard that it's been kind of a common theme with bands. A lot of bands have been able to dial in a lot of things um, maybe that they had been putting off or things that they had sitting that they were able to, you know, really like hone in on and make even better. Um, I feel like a ton of great hardcore and a ton of great music has came out um, as a result of that. So yeah, that's a common theme. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, John, what about you? Yeah, uh, pretty similar. I, I feel guilty that I, I haven't really endured any real hardships. I mean, you know, just, I, I, my job went from in an office to like a hundred percent at home and I'm not going to complain about that one bit, you know, I mean, it's, it's, that's been pretty cool. And like, like Keith was saying with the band, I mean, we just got, you know, we could, we practice every week, like wearing masks when you're playing drums, like <laughs> when you're old and sweaty is definitely sucky, but you know, like made the most of it. We, we hit practice like pretty much every week and wrote, like all these songs and stuff and and it's cool because you know we have like a seven inch coming out and we have our first show is coming up you know which is like a crazy order to do things in <laughs> at least pre 2020 it seems yeah. crazy but but you know I mean, that's like that's pretty exciting and so it's like it's been we could kind of just like buckle down and and just make stuff happen with the band more than you know what i mean it's like it's like all these things get taken like we can't you know, we're not going here, we're not going there, no, you know, so it's like, just really invest in the band more than had it been a normal year, I guess. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, is, uh, 
or the the EP you guys put out, which we'll get more into Mean Jesus later, but the Survive EP is so good. I love it so much. Um, Dude, I'm, thanks. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Uh, Noble Ambitions is what the seven inch is called, I think, right? The one that's coming out. Yep. Okay. Cool. On, uh, GGT Records. Yeah. Shout out to Adam and LB. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Homies. Yeah, Adam's. I mean, I obviously never met Adam in person, but he just he just seems like a good guy, man. Like he's always. He, oh, just sent, yeah. he just sent me like the nicest messages and you know he that's how this uh whole thing came together is he reached out to me oh. i don't know it was probably like a month ago and I don't, I don't even know how he found the show but just reached out to me and asked about doing an interview and then uh asked if i could play some uh you know some of those remastered tracks on the radio out here so i did and yeah he's just been super cool and and um always looks like really nice and and the messages and just a great communicator so um, yeah, shout out to GGT Records, and, and uh, we'll talk more about the music uh, in a little bit, but I'm super looking forward to that, definitely. Um, yeah, I really relate to what you guys are saying about, like, I didn't endure any hardships either, really, you know, compared to others. Um, personally, my, my life's okay. I work at a, I'm a drug and alcohol counselor, and I work at, like, a facility that's half homeless shelter, half, like, addiction treatment, and so... You know, I was lucky to be able to still go to work every day, um, but saw a lot of bad stuff happen around me. So um, I, I really get that, like being grateful for what I do have and have had. Um, but all right. If you guys don't mind, I'd like to talk about Virginia for a little bit, um, if that's course, all right. Man. Of course. <laughs> so Virginia, uh, you guys are the first band from Virginia um, that I've had on. I've had New York. Um Man, Idaho, all up and down California, Pacific Northwest. Um, uh, Pennsylvania last week, right? Yep. Wait, was that? Oh, I can't even. Was that, whatever. That's the one I listened to most recently. So it was last week to me. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you know. Uh, I, do, I do my research. <laughs> uh, Connecticut, uh, uh, Wilkes-Barre, you know, or Wilkes-Barre, however they say it over there. Um, so, I have no idea how they say that. <laughs> All I know is good music comes out of there, man. Um, but, yeah, you guys are the first from Virginia. So, um, yeah, I just want to talk cool. a little bit about that, um, about Virginia in general. So, f for myself, this is like a weird – it's funny that, you know, Keith, you started in Corona and ended up there. I started in Virginia and ended up out here. Um, that's that's I, funny. Man. I know it's super <laughs> random. I know I'm like still tripping on that. I lived in a little town um, called Midlothian, and I don't know if you guys are okay. familiar with that. Yeah, that's outside of Richmond, Wait, right? Is that where is that where Matt's from, or is he from Mechanicsville? I think he's from Mechanicsville, but okay. I, I, I get those two sure. mixed up. Yeah, so it's outside of Richmond, and uh, it's in Chesterfield County. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's not exactly not from our is. band we're talking about. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I lived there like four. I was like four, five, six, and seven, I think, when I lived there. And I love Virginia, man. It was a super cool place. That you know, humid summers and snowy winters. I oh, <laughs> easy to be <laughs> yeah. easy to appreciate that now that I live in California. But <laughs> yeah, you have one. You have one season out there. <laughs> it's definitely got its moment. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, the humidity, the humidity is the worst, and I, I hate it more each each passing year. <laughs> yeah, it's sticky, man. I mean, I, you know, I, like I said, I think I can appreciate it now because I don't live in it. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I mean, being a kid there was really cool for me. You know, like, um, 
Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like it was the '90s, and um, I just I don't know. I really really liked it there, and I remember being really bummed uh, when it, when we when we moved. Um, but that's cool. You guys are familiar with that. But yeah, if you guys want to just uh, you know maybe talk a little bit of, like about what Virginia means to you, you know, if you guys you know when you moved there, Keith, and when you settled in, you know, what was it like growing up there? And John, kind of the same question to you. All right. Um, I, like I said, I moved here when I was pretty young, so it was kind of, it was, it was a little different. You know, I wasn't like, for one, like, I've never felt humidity in my life. So <laughs> it was like, I was kind of, I remember we, because we actually, my my parents and my brother, we actually drove. It was like our vacation almost. Like, you know, we, so we drove across the country. I remember waking up in Oklahoma City and like feeling humidity, and I was like, this kind of sucks. So <laughs> my dad was just like, yeah, this is what's yeah here to come. So get used to it. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then we got the first winter I was here, we had snow. So I was like, okay, this is, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. And a hurricane too. So, Dang. um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I grew up, uh, I mean, it was ocean lakes area of Virginia beach. It was, you know, pretty, pretty suburban, you know, nothing too crazy. Um, there was, uh, but I got into music like real young, you know, even when I was in California and I kind of came over here and started playing guitar, uh, was huge in the metal. Like, I mean, I picked up a guitar because of like Metallica and stuff like that, you know, so that, that pretty common story, you know, and just kind of progressed from there. And, uh, you know, and I just go meeting people, at school who would like show me bands um you know just like being middle school like somewhere wearing a misfit shirt and being like oh cool and like you know i had a friend will who would just like let me borrow like all types of cds yeah and uh you know so it just kind of progressed from there and then eventually getting into like punk rock and hardcore you know more and it was a uh, victory style compilation i think was like one of the first nice you know you know, and then kind of just like progressed from there. Um, tried to play in a few bands when I was younger. I uh, couldn't really get anything started. That was the only downside with like the area I lived in. There wasn't a lot of like just, you know, staying in my neighborhood slash you you know, bro. Just district. What's that? You should have called me. Yeah, I should have called you. <laughs> we could have started, started this. We could have yeah. started this decades ago. We could have started this band. So, and I was, I was a shy kid. So, like, even when I did start going to shows, you know, I wasn't really talking with anyone, but, you know, I was still playing a lot and just kind of, you know, and I, and I had a band in uh, around, I had a band in 2001 and then 2004. We, we didn't play many shows, but, um, and it's just, you know, and I've always enjoyed living in Virginia, you know, like I miss California at times, but I realized, you know, I was super young. So it's like, I, I don't know what it has been like being older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, this is home. Um, you know, met a lot of cool people here. Um, just even with the scene that we have here, just people coming through, you know, in the past few years, we had a, a, a few co cool places to play and just meeting, you know, and making good friends with a lot of touring bands, like helping them out. You know, that was a big thing we like to do. And that always meant a lot to me. So it's kind of cool that you could, you know, be proud of the place you're from, you know, when it comes to, 
especially like h- hardcore and punk rock because it seems to be a lot of people who like the the rag on the, the city they're from or wherever you know and just yeah. really it's like this is where you get started man so you gotta you gotta you know you gotta show us you know where, where you start and that's it's pretty cool to you know be able to have that um you know i didn't I I didn't know John when he was doing a lot of his uh, early early stuff, but you know I, I'm sure there was a lot of shows we were at together, and I just didn't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks thanks for sharing all that, man. Yeah, it's it is yeah, uh, it's really cool to it is cool to be proud of where you come from, especially when it relates to music. <coughs> you know, especially in in hardcore, I feel like it's such a it, it can it's like such a big deal you know, to rep where you're from. And if where you from, where you're from sucks, then <laughs> it would, you know, it would, especially like with music, it would suck to like not be able to be proud of that. So that's really cool that you found yeah. that, found that out there. Um, I understand like a band like Slipknot who's like <laughs> middle of nowhere, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're like, we got to just look crazy and like make sure nobody or like everyone, we have everyone so distracted. They don't ask us where we're from. Cause then they might not like us. Yeah. It's like Iowa. It's like, where? It's like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Um, thanks for sharing that. John, what about you? Are you a born and bred Virginia native? Well, I was born in Illinois, and but my dad moved here for work when I was really young. And then we, we moved to, like, Indiana when I was in first grade, but that, that only lasted eight months. So I've after that, it was Virginia the whole time. So, I mean, I've pretty much been here effectively my whole life. So, yeah. And um, I'm older than everybody else in the band, so I can, like, my hardcore experience was, like, was different, but I'm, like, I'm I'm pretty grateful to be from here. I mean, sorry, did you want me to go into all that? Yeah, please do, or... man. I I mean, <laughs> as, as long as you're okay with it, you know, some people don't like to, but yeah. I, maybe it's the counselor yeah. in me, I don't know, but I just love to hear the history, you know, the history of like where you come from, especially as it relates to punk and hardcore, you know? Yeah, so it felt like I got into skateboarding when I was like in fourth. I was never, I want to say like, I'd say I got into it, but I got into like wearing skateboard clothing and owning skateboards, but I <laughs> suck. Like, I, I mean, I totally suck. But um, I got into that whole thing and like, it was cool because it kind of seemed like, oh, I, I guess my, I have an older sister and she knew some skaters and stuff. And like, I got introduced to like seven seconds when I was in the fourth <laughs> grade or fifth grade. Like she brought home a walk the other rock together. Nice. And it's, and so it seemed like, you know, like, I didn't know there was a scene that goes with that sound, but like I got into that and like COC pretty early, nice. you know, Crows and the Performers. Oh yeah. And yeah. And it's just like this, you know, Oh my God, this music is like nothing. And I started playing drums around that age. So it was like, Whoa, this is so cool. And I remember like, I, I was so naive. I'd like try to stay up late. Cause I, I had this theory that MTV shows stuff like seven seconds, like after midnight. So I, <laughs> I'd like look for it and I never found it, you know, <laughs> but so and it seemed like, you know, we have, like, a lot of, like, surf bros here and stuff, but they, at the time, they all seemed, like, Seven Seconds was, like, a band that everybody was into when I was younger, so it was cool, and then I kind of, I just became more of, like, a drum geek and kind of forgot about the, I mean, I always listen to, like, my one Seven Seconds tape, but then I got into, like, the normal drummer stuff, like Rush and everything, which I still love, Yeah. but I I was 15, and there was this dude named Lewis in, my, in one of my classes, and he, like, he was in the hardcore and he told me all about it. And I was like, I kind of connected the dots like, Oh, this is that scene that like, you know, this stuff is kind of from. And 
he started taking me to shows when I was 15, and uh, it was a really cool time. So um, this was like mid early 90s, right? So you had like it was like everybody was straight edge at the time, and like <laughs> yeah, you had band. I don't, I don't know if you've heard of uh, like Grip or Day Spring from Richmond, but they were they were happening, and um, the Veil was still around. So it was like a really cool time, you know, like. Like it sucks being old, but at the same time, I got to I got to see some cool bands that you know I wouldn't have maybe on a reunion or something. But and like I went to high school with uh with there 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 was a there were probably six or seven hardcore kids in my high school too. So you know I met all them and you know put together bands. I mean I I I wanted to be in a band as soon as I picked up drumsticks. Like I I, I was shy, but I was not shy about that. You know I like like some metal dude had a guitar shirt on and I, I didn't know him, but I'd like ask him to jam in high school or junior high. And he would like tell me to get lost, you know, but so I just started jamming with people and like, I we had a pretty terrible hardcore band, my first one, but you know, we played shows and stuff. So that's then all that it matters. Just went on from there. Like, yeah. And then, you know, like I, I think the drum geek in me, like, you know, I got into some okay bands because like, I wasn't, I wasn't like the punk rock kid who just plays an instrument to be in a punk rock band. Like I was really into the instrument itself. So, I mean, I'm not saying I'm like good or anything, but you know, like at the time I was okay for like a 16 year old. So, so then, you know, I I got to play with some, some good bands growing up and stuff. And then, you know, it all just kind of kept going. Yeah, that's awesome, man. No, I think it's, I think it's, that's a great way to put it about not just being like, Oh, I love this thing. I want to be a part of it. I'm gonna learn how to play bass real quick. So I can like rock out, which is cool. There's, which there's is cool too. Yeah. Wrong with that. I mean, you, know, you do what you do for the, you know, if you believe in like supporting a scene and stuff, I mean, that's what you do that, which is, which is awesome. Uh, you know, I'm not saying like, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't mean to sound like I was not into that or anything, but no, I not at all. was a rust t-shirt wearing door. So <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> no, but I think there's, I think, I mean, that's like one side of being in a band, in, but I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to perfect your craft and really getting into like, you know, the technicalities and just the art of whatever instrument you're playing. Um, you know, it's, it, I think it's, I think that's awesome. And I think especially in hardcore, there's so much crossover between like, I mean, I could, I can't, I get so lost in it these days. It's like this dude drums for this band, but sings in this band, but plays guitar in this band, but only plays bass in this band when they tour. I'm so jealous of those people though. Like I can only play drums. Like in life, that is the one thing I can do, you know? Yeah. No, and then there's like, there's yeah. like a guitarist out there who like can play circles around me. <laughs> uh no that's awesome man yeah thanks for sharing that um i do want to talk a little bit about um so yeah you mentioned like grip and dayspring um and avail um i had avail on the so i did like a a virginia block of music um plus your guys's music leading up to the interview um so it was pretty cool to kind of take a trip you know researching virginia hardcore and stuff like that and and you know those bands i definitely came across in time flies uh had time flies on the playlist yeah. love time nice. loved I, yeah i loved. played for them for a few weeks like i toured with them towards the end of their run oh nice were they are they good people yeah <laughs> yeah like i grew up all those guys all the, like kurt and everything i mean those were you know those were the guys i met when i got into hardcore pretty much yeah nice i just like they were often around yeah i feel like so many bands like it, nowadays, I don't want to say, say, uh, say this in the wrong way, but like, 
just people a lot of stuff is coming out about people in bands so i feel like one of the first questions i'm like if somebody knows the band i'm like okay were they good people like nothing crazy right i can still keep listening to them <laughs> right yeah i i feel you on yeah, that so, yeah no I, so they had time flies had like like brian from dillinger escape plan he was like in an early version he was like a touring guitarist and they had uh ken the singer from grip and day spring played guitar for them and out of they had a lot of people and i would i don't think anybody is like or i definitely have no reason to think anyone is like cancel worthy from that <laughs> that whole sort of <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's i guess you know it's not something i'm not like laughing at it but i guess you know that's a good way to say you know cancel worthy because it is man like i a lot of you know I mean, like Champion was one of my favorite bands, dude, growing up. Like that band meant a lot to me, you know, and like when that happened, I was like, man. Um, But I did get to interview Chris and uh, Aram from Change. So that was a pretty awesome thing for me to be able to do. Um, Yeah. But um, yeah, so I just yeah, Virginia, I just wanted to talk, you know, you guys kind of covered it. But Virginia Hardcore, I think, is like a really cool thing Um, for me growing up when I was younger, it was bands like, uh, down to nothing. Um, and, Mm. uh, like brace war, you know, those were like the two bands that really put Richmond or like Virginia on the map, not on the map, but like in my eyes, when I heard those bands, I was like, damn, they're so sick. Like, Oh, and they're from Virginia. Oh, like Virginia's got it going on, you know? Um, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and there's so many good bands coming out of there right now, you know, like uh, No Other Way, uh, Demons, like so many, so much good music coming out of Virginia right now, too. Yeah, I just actually uh, hung out with Demons last night I mean, uh, after practice with my other band. <laughs> so they're, they're great dudes. Yeah, and I'm, I should have I mentioned it earlier, but Zach from Demons, we've, we play for, there's a super cool guy locally named Logan Bath, not at all hardcore, but he's like singer-songwriter type guy, and Zach and I are both in his like when he when he puts a band together for shows we're both in his band too so nice. i know zach really well yeah and and their drummer drew is like the nicest dude on the planet so yeah great dudes that's yeah. awesome man yeah i, I so, don't know the rest of them it's so cool man every scene has like so much inner you know there's so everybody's so intertwined like i did the uh, time and pressure uh interviewed them from st louis and it's like there's so much like every band has members from all over playing with each other and i just think that's i think it's really awesome Um, yeah definitely is all right so we're already let's see we got till 5 30 so i want to take a a, you know a good amount of time to talk about mean jesus because you guys have been a part of so much cool stuff you know you you know obviously have history and hardcore and punk and music in general for a long time but currently what you got going on um you know what this interview is is about mainly is mean jesus um just kind of if you guys want to start if you want to talk about um whoever wants to answer this how how exactly i mean i know you kind of touched on it earlier but you know when was your guys like what did you really have the lineup dialed in and and like i guess start writing the the first songs well, um, oh, you want to take it down or you want me to take it? <laughs> well, I, I can start and then you can. Okay, you yeah, go but, for it, man. Yeah, so we were doing we were doing Keith's old Keith and uh, Ryan's other band essentially at first. So that that was like three of us were. I was like the new drummer of that band, and then we were playing one of the old band songs. But we, I guess we kind of abandoned that. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to still do it, but 
Yeah, I think but I, I then, think you could say it's abandoned. <laughs> and then like I was always I I was you know I got thrown in like grindcore bands and stuff like this, but I always loved like melodic hardcore. So I was really I've been trying to do a melodic hardcore band for like as long as I've been in hardcore and like <laughs> you know Keith started writing some of the riffs like that and it was just like like the one riff the, the song we always played first I can't remember the name right now which is embarrassing but. But, like, once I heard that riff, I was like, yes. Like, this is what I want to do. You know what I'm talking about, Keith? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm banned. You have to look at the name. <laughs> but, yeah, so once that, once that, once, you know, I, I, once the melodic stuff really started happening, it was like, this is, this is exactly what I want to be doing right now. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, the question. And it was... It, it was a little like you know coming into it like we did play you know we played some of the old Dash Korea songs and it kind of you know it was it was cool but it were like I I just like was in a after playing them a little bit like I was like you know what I want to you know write and everything I was writing like didn't really mess with it was a little different so I was like so we just kind of progressed and like wrote more you know songs in a different vein and kind of the whole the whole Bad Korea thing kind of like went to the side and. So it's and it's cool. We got you know the new band, and we brought in our guitar player Matt, and he's added a lot. You know, he's the I guess lead guy, <laughs> if you want to call it that. But just he's, he's like the right speaker, he's, right? Yeah. So and <laughs> and I kind of approaching me and Jesus the writing. Um, I was more riffs first, and like lyrics and words second, which was tough for me because usually I write them together. Um, so, but I wanted to have like, but I always felt like I possibly sold myself short because I wanted to be like, okay, I want to make sure I can like sing over top of this, you know? And like, so I like the lyrics and the songs go hand in hand, but th th with this, we, we had a lot, like, I mean, for the first couple months of the band, wow, it was actually longer than that. Maybe like, um, we had songs we didn't have words to them you know because we were just focusing on getting that yeah and then Dude, we, we, i didn't know that i didn't hear any words until we hit the studio you know exactly like, oh my yeah. god this sounds great like but i was i remember being i didn't tell you but i was so nervous like what if he sucks you know? yeah because i mean i would yeah you know we never did that and i i just and i and it was it was tough for me you know just being able to you know ha have to do that but i i feel like it it challenged me more as a songwriter and a guitar player because i'm like okay you know just you're gonna have to like there's a couple parts where i had to practice and make sure you know because i want to nail these vocals so and i didn't want to be i didn't want to be like well sorry guys i gotta put the guitar down <laughs> so, not gonna be that guy but um but yeah and it you know and i feel like we, we're progressing you know each time we get together and write um kind of you know figuring figuring our, our, our ourselves out you know as a band um, and it, it's, it's been really cool. I feel like as a unit, we all work together well, um, suggestions are, you know, everyone that has their suggestions, it's not like a, you know, this is how this song goes and you guys just play this, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's pretty cool. I just, really James James work. that's good. I'm man. not James Hetfield, yeah. or James Hetfield, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, that's, that's like vital when you're doing, you know, I mean, I, I, I was in a band in high school, but it was nothing like really it was just like a garage punk band but i mean i have you know tons of friends and bands and stuff i think that's vital you know to be able to work together and not let not have a bunch of 
you know, too many big egos clashing, trying to like control things and just, you know, work together and, and find the sound you like. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's, it's a, it's a trial and error thing, you know, especially, you know, when you do, you know, when you're younger, you think you're writing, you know, the, the, you know, the greatest songs in the world, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, then you listen back and you're like, Hmm, all right. You know, it's, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe we could, you know, <laughs> a little better, but it, it's, it's all about, you know, just progressing as a band and, you know, just, just, uh, just working together and getting, try to get your, your, your goals and, uh, you know, your vision out as, you know, as a band seeing how it goes. For sure. Yeah. To talk about like, uh, melodic hardcore and, and that sound, which, which, you know, in my opinion, you guys have captured it, you know, brilliantly like it's it it's great sound it you've captured it definitely yeah no doubt um but i feel like there's this awesome resurgence of of that like you know i feel like uh maybe bands like turning point even like ignite lifetime like those kind of bands that started out that kind of you know subgenre of hardcore in the 90s i feel like there's been like this awesome resurgence of that um in the past couple years um yeah. yeah. And I'm loving that because that was always the stuff that I like. I mean, I like I have like an outspoken shirt in my in my uh, closet still, you know, like I, I love a lot of the stuff on the West Coast, too. Like, I love that it's happening now. Like, I've kind of been I kind of been waiting for this to happen in hardcore again for <laughs> like decades. So. Yeah, man. I yeah, guess. it's go ahead. It was it was it was interesting um, that you said that because I. You know, when I, I, I played in a, before I started jamming with John and after me, uh, Fat Korea, I was in a band called Die Faster with our uh, friend Ryan, who's a, who's how I met John. Anyways. Yeah, I think, um, was I going to be in that or was it going to be that band or was it, it was, else? it was going to be something like that. I, I think we were, okay. out. I think there was plans <laughs> for it, but, um, and that we were just re- like minute long, fast, hardcore um just I mean, we played standard tuning you know it was just like you know and we'd always get you know people would be like hey you know you want to play the show and we're like yeah sure and we get and it was like they'd say it's a hardcore show and you know the we'd show up and we would i think we're i guess we we're too fast with people or something like that because every other <laughs> band was like tuned to like drop z and like it was just like just and it was more and i was like okay like because i like the more punk rock side of hardcore and you know the melodic hardcore, you know, and yeah, you know, not saying I don't like heavier the heavier stuff, but it's like what I like to play is more of that vein. So it was it was kind of weird for a few years. Like I had to, I was like hardcore. Like what, what's your definition of hardcore? When you know we get asked to play a show for sure, yeah. It, it was like beat down, a lot of like well, not even beat down, just like real like metalcore. Yeah, just like, oh, exactly, and. And there's a and and you're right. Like the past few years, there's been a lot of cool bands doing stuff. Like you know, especially like younger kids. There's a band, uh, uh, Anxious, and um, One Step Closer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, they're like super young, and they're doing like a lot of that '90s stuff, which is really rad. For sure, man. Yeah, I've interviewed uh, both of those bands on this show. Nice. Yeah, and um, Anxious yeah, especially. So, like... Yeah, they're great i took took some photos of them i'm a i do i do photography too 
Nice. And um, like show photography and uh, them and uh, one step closer and they're 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 really good. For sure. Yeah, Anxious is one of my favorites, man. I can't wait for their LP to come out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for thanks for talking about that with me because I I'm glad I'm not alone in that. And uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Near Dark. Uh, they're out of New York and uh, Matt from Set Your Goals sings for that band. But they I interviewed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I have actually. Yeah, I interviewed them a few weeks ago, and and I feel like they you know they're kind of in that same vein. Um, but Mean Jesus is a little cooler because they're a little harder. So, but <laughs> maybe I'll take that out of the recording. But <laughs> yeah, um, it's, not, it's not nice to compare. <laughs> uh, I definitely do want to take a couple minutes to talk about uh, "Survive" the EP uh, that you guys put out. So first and foremost, the intro is like so epic, like. I love. I feel. I feel like the in, the intro song. Uh, I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's it's got it's definitely like a little harder than the other songs, um, and just yeah, the the sound clip in it um, is so sick. It's such a great way to start off the record. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to just talk a little bit about um, the process of making survive, um, you know, recording it and getting it out and all that stuff. Well, I. I do want to start with that because that um, that song is actually one that I remember going when we went to record. That was like a maybe we'll record this one if we have time kind of thing. Because that was the first thing. I guess that's like the first song we really wrote, right? Yeah, it was. It was basically the first song that we wrote, and we weren't really. We honestly weren't. We didn't know how we felt about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it so was a little harder. I remember like tr I'm playing drums on it, and I like remember like well I don't really have to like go all out because you know I'm not going to try too hard because we're probably not going to use this one. And then once it was all done and the vocals were laid down and everything, I, everybody everybody we talked to was kind of like yo this is this is the track you know yeah yeah it's definitely my favorite yeah. song on there yeah and it's 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 well, cool because you know I we you know we like you said we kind of just. When we went in the studio, we were kind of, we had the songs, but we, we didn't know what they were going to sound like, you know, like recorded. But once I remember me and John, like, I mean, we'll talk about this when, in, when we heard even just like the tracks without vocals, like, you know, and just the guitars and everything on there, just like the, the playback, like we were like, whoa, like, this is really cool. So it was, it was, it was, it was really nice to hear that. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah, and the studio is called Studio 2. 239B or 239B. It's it's like this cool place where they do shows and stuff too, like totally punk. So, and I, I mean, yeah. I love the sounds he got for us out of there. I feel like I should Jordan fun. Jordan Greeno. Yeah, great dude. He was just it was, he was just like it was just a pleasure. You know, he was great to work with. Like, he didn't have any like usually when I bring my drums in the studio, I, yeah, I have ideas and they're like, no, you gotta tape this up and do that. But he just like let it fly. You know, like exactly what we wanted kind of thing. Nice. And he records hardcore, you know, punk bands, and he he knew exactly what we were trying to go for. So, and like, I think he captured it, you know, exactly yeah. how we wanted to. And uh, I was really happy about that because, you know, I've been to studios where, you know, it's just, it's a, you know, the guy has no idea what, you know, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't even listen to the same amount of music as you, and then it just, yeah, it doesn't work out well. Yeah, he he <laughs> doesn't he doesn't get it, but he just has nice stuff, so it's like, okay, we'll pay this guy to do it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I love it, man. When it's pretty cool. Cause Adam, yeah. Adam just reached out to me like randomly. And another thing, like 
right now in hardcore is like there's so much good stuff coming out like i can't even keep track of like the bands you know what i mean it's like all over the country and really all over the world there's just like so much like i feel like i'm just gonna stop listening to anything that came out like before 2017 because there's just like there's like so it's overwhelming man yeah but it's cool <laughs> yeah, you know I, it's, I it's awesome this is good like I have play a playlist called it Don't Forget. And it's like songs <laughs> that I think I might forget. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, No Echo is great for that. Uh No Echo, they they do a really good job yeah. of, of updating all their playlists. So I kinda use No Echo uh to like stay on top of the new stuff coming out. Yeah, so like is a good dude. Yeah, that's that's No Echo is awesome, man. Um and yeah. uh yeah, so to be able to make the connection with Adam uh, and then hear, hear the EP was really cool for me because, like, I don't know if I would have came across it, you know, uh, I might have somehow randomly, but, like, I was really I'm really grateful to, to be able to come across the, the EP in, in your band because I listen to it, like, all the time now, um, especially when I run and stuff. It's always, like, one of the first things I put on the running playlist. Um, oh, that's <laughs> rad. That's awesome. I run, too, but I... I do the same. I feel I feel like a dork saying it, but I listen to it while I run also. <laughs> no, that's Maybe awesome, dude. You, know, you, know, you, know, you gotta be proud yeah, of what just, you do, man. Yeah, gotta be proud just, of it. I like the music, but it just I like the dudes in the band, and we have a good time. So it's just it's just the whole overall feeling for me. You know, it's like it's like a, a magic moment kind of thing. So for sure, man. What would you um if if you guys just want to say like some of your influences, maybe sound wise to. Uh, for like the the first EP, like I know, uh, I think Adamson like Kid Dynamite was something um, that, that I definitely hear that sound. And I, you know, Shook Ones were one of my favorite bands when I was younger. And I know the vocals. Love Shook Ones. Yeah, I love Shook Ones too, man. I know the <laughs> I know the I know the vocals are much different, but like musically, um, the EP kind of I made me I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of Shook Ones a little bit, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um... I could definitely see that comparison. It's funny because they have a song called Virginia Beach Vanity Plate, I think. Yeah. And I think they're from Oregon or Washington. Somewhere up there, yeah. I've been told before, whenever somebody comes to Virginia, they notice, like, we have more vanity tags than anybody, like, in the world. So, So, I mean, I, yeah, it's a Virginia thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, in first, I mean, we have, like. Oh, yeah, you go ahead, John. We have, like, one of the songs, I feel like we were kind of Sam I Am leaning on uh, on one of them, you know. Like, I listen to, I, I've been listening to Sam I Am, like, most of my life at this point. So, yeah. any anytime we can rip them off, I'm, I'm quite happy. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, like, Lifetime. But, like, some of the stuff Matt does on guitar, to me it sounds like the, the earlier Lifetime stuff, like background era, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm not a guitar, you know those those things right those like yeah, harmonics or whatever <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i know what you're I'm talking about yeah <laughs> no yeah like I lo- every time he does one of those i just smile like because I, <laughs> I cannot get enough of those things you know yeah he's a great guitar player and, um yeah we definitely um like for me like you know writing riffs it was a lot of uh kid dynamite um painted black um life you know so pretty much danny i and stuff um <laughs> And just, you know, it, it was a lot of in, uh, 90s influenced. Yeah. <clears throat> just like, <clears throat> like Sam, you know, like Sam I Am, Hot Water Music. Like there's one, the the one song, um, 
on there. It just it has a you know. It, it, I was like, oh, I think I just wrote a hot water music riff. But <laughs> I wasn't mad. Wasn't mad about it. So it's fine. It happens. Yeah, and you know, we we pull from a lot of different places, and it, it, it's pretty cool to, that we all more or less listen to the, the same type of stuff. John's a huge Anthrax fan, which is great. I really am. <laughs> nice. Nice. Like, no, like if you if you if you know the way Charlie plays drums, there are so many fills I do where I am directly ripping him off. You know, I'm just hoping like, well, it's not metal, so no one's gonna notice. You know? <laughs> but like, he was like, he was like my first probably drumming like idol growing up. So that's awesome, man. Him and the guy from Living Color. Like, anytime I can rip either of them off, I'm all about it. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so the first, I mean, I guess like the first, uh, really, I guess like the first show or concert type I ever went to was at the house of blues in Anaheim, uh, which is like right by Disneyland. And it was bouncing, yeah. it was bouncing souls, hot water music and F minus and like some other bands. Nice. But yeah, dude, but hot water music, <laughs> hot water music. That was, I was like, I was like 10 years old. That was like, they were one of the first, uh. That was like the first, one of the first live bands I ever saw, you know, they opened for Bouncing Souls That's, and uh, I was yeah. just like, yeah, this is like awesome. I love it. <laughs> nice. I, I, man, I've been to play, just a uh, uh, side note with Anaheim. I, I used to go to a ton of Angels games when I was a kid. So I used to, <laughs> I used to love that, like, like Disneyland, like, you know, uh, Angel Stadium and stuff like that, so that's cool. Yeah, Orange County's a great place, man. I mean, all around. Sure. And, uh, I mean, I'm like a diehard Dodger fan, but I also lo I also love the Angels. Like, I think the Angels are cool too. Um, yeah, that's that's rad. My brother's a huge Dodgers fan. Yeah, too. <laughs> love the Dodgers. When I lived in Virginia, though, uh, my stepdad was a big Braves fan, and so like, and all of his friends were like Braves fans and like UVA, Virginia Tech people. So I remember like growing up in virginia there's like braves and virginia tech and like washington football team and that was yeah. pretty much it they didn't have a bit the nationals weren't around at that time yeah that probably didn't sit well with you being a dodgers fan and all the braves being surrounded by braves fans <laughs> well it was actually before like so i got you know i i moved to, out to california when i was like seven and then i started going right. to dodger stadium so gotcha. I, yeah um <laughs> Well, I want to give you guys some time. Uh, we're already like, it's already, we already got about, you know, eight minutes or so. Um, so I want to talk about what you guys got coming up. Um, so I remember when I think two of the two songs I had that Adam sent me, they're, they're, I think they're on the survive EP. Um, but they're, they're like remastered. So he sent them to me and I played them. Um, and I remember like sending him a message afterwards because I didn't even get a chance to listen to him. Like I was like, all right, he I'm like, I was like, this guy seems cool. The songs are probably dope. I'll just and I literally like the first time I heard him was when I played him on the radio because I just it was like, oh, such wow. a, yeah, it was like such a last minute thing. And I just did it. And I remember sitting there and then like started nodding my head. And I'm like, dude, this is like really, really good, you know? And I started, <laughs> so cool. yeah, and I started messaging him. And I'm like, man, I'm just like, this. these are like the ultimate pile up sing along stage dive songs. Like I can already, I can already see it, you know? Nice. Right. Yeah. Thank uh, you, man. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, he, For sure. Like, like I could spend the whole, the whole, our, all of our time together talking about how awesome Adam and Albert are. I mean, they, they, he's just like, he is he's like hustling so hard for it. like 
I never really interacted with labels before when I did stuff that was always somebody else's in the band's job. But but he's just, I mean, you know, he's just all over the place. Like, hey, I went to this record store today. I emailed this guy. He's just, you know, he's like just taking it all on himself. And it's, it's just been great, man. I mean, like, I mean, we, we wouldn't be having this chat right now if it wasn't for those guys, you know? Yeah, for sure, yeah, man. So much appreciation to those dudes. Yeah. Yeah, and he and uh like he when he first hit me up, it was just such like a it was such a genuine thing. Like I just felt like such the DIY like punk spirit about like, yo, I'm putting this label together, you know, this is this band, they got some stuff out, we're putting this stuff out, like I would love if you played it on the radio in California and all this stuff and I was like, Hell yeah, dude, like you know, for sure. <laughs> um And he's a Virginia guy too. I don't know if you knew that, but I met him he lived here. We you know, we were in not in bands together, but bands at the same time back in the nineties. So, yeah, no, he did tell me he is a Virginia guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wanted to just give you guys a, a, a couple minutes to talk about the seven inch that is coming out. Um, you know, is it done? How was it? How was it putting together? How many new songs? Um, if there's a plan for when it might come out, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so um, it's three of the songs that are on the Survive EP, and then one song, one new song that we haven't really released anywhere that's going to be out. I mean, there's like there's like eight seconds of it on an Instagram story here and there, but it's largely unheard at this point. So Nice. Um, and this is one of those COVID things where, I guess when we said COVID didn't impact our lives, we should have thought about this, because um, the record pressing is like taking forever, so there's there's, you know, it's not coming out probably as soon as we were hoping for but you know at least we'll have a few shows under our belt at that point so that'll be nice i mean it it, it would be kind of weird if we were like playing our first show ever and it were also our record release thing so i mean <laughs> yeah probably this is probably like the correct order we should go in anyway so yeah for sure that makes sense yeah i mean that's a common theme too with every band i've interviewed and i interviewed uh Bert from uh, who runs safe inside records and we talked a lot about really just the ins and outs of a hardcore record label but also about the the slowdown of the pressing plants. Um, and so survive didn't was, did survive come out like in any physical form? Not yet. No. Okay. Not cool. yet. No. It was a, yeah, it was a digital release only. Um, so it's, that's more considered a, like, a, I guess a de it is an EP, but it's also kind of a demo Yeah. in a sense, yeah. you know, and, uh, no blame ambition is like the, you know, the, that, the EP, you know, the, Nice. Um, so it, yes. And so Noble Ambitions is, is it ambition or ambitions, plural? Ambition, sorry. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I just don't want to sound I, I, dumb I, saying I, the wrong thing. <laughs> no, well, I'm the one I'm the one who named it, so I, I messed that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so He's so strings these names on us pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so do you, um, is that coming out on vinyl? Or can you not yeah, say? Yeah, it's going to be a, yeah, seven inch. <laughs> Yeah, we have the test presses, and it sounds like it's it's a really. I mean, the quality is great. Like, nice. You know, I've bought a lot of seven inches in my day. This is like, I guess it's like I don't. I'm not a vinyl expert, but I guess it's like the thicker stuff, and it just it sounds really good. Like I was shocked at how great it sounds. So. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, you know, hearing this, hearing the test pressing was was really cool. Um, yeah. And we're, we're 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 thrilled about it. So, and as soon as it comes out. You know, can't wait for everyone to hear it. For sure, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it a lot, too. Um, 
So, and if you want to just talk real quick about, so you have one show planned so far? We do. We have a show with uh, Demons on uh, July 10th. That's, uh, they're actually dropping a record that day. Nice. So uh, it's us and a band from Richmond called Dead Format. Um, I would advise checking them out. They're really good. Um, if you like Kid Dynamite, you definitely would like them. Um, they're, uh, and uh, Rose Milk is the other band we're playing with. But yeah, that's, that's going to be our uh, first time back on the stage. Damn, the premiere, the and, Mean uh, Jesus premiere, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be fun. So I'm, have I'm you excited. guys, I think we're, go ahead. Nervous, but. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever played uh, at that venue that you're playing at? Uh, plenty of times. Like, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, nice. John, I think we all have. have you played Tap House? I think you have, yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a cool spot. Our friends, uh, Parker and Adelaide, own the place. So and they've, it, it, it's a place that they've been bringing in bands for the past uh, couple of years and trying to make it, you know, into a legit venue. And it's it's really cool a lot of stuff they do, and and I'm glad they were able to survive through COVID, and uh, keep the place afloat. Yeah, for sure, that's awesome. Well, I'm stoked for you guys. July 10th, Mean Jesus takes over, takes over the stage. You guys will kill it, man. Don't trip. <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, and then <laughs> we'll last, get some video. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and then lastly, just if if uh, if you guys just want to, you know, give any shout outs or or anything you're listening. Uh, anything you're listening to right now that you want to recommend people to check out, um, whether that be, you know, bands, obviously, but, you know, books, podcasts, whatever it might be. Um, if you guys just want to take some time to, um, you know, give a couple shout outs or just some suggestions for the listeners and people to, to check out. Well, I can do, if I can, this is, I actually just found out about this band recently and then, um, they're are a '90s band that never really happened. I think Brooklyn Vegan did a did an article on them. Okay. And they're, this is this is also turning into a plug for GGT, surprisingly enough. But uh, this Forgive Forgive record, I don't know if you heard about that, but it's like Brian McTernan and um, Sammy from like every New York hardcore band that yeah. ever existed, pretty much. I think I did see that Brooklyn Vegan thing about that. Yeah. Well, we ran into some technical difficulties there, but that was the end of the interview for the most part. That was Mean Jesus, out of Virginia be on the lookout for their music coming out. You've been listening to Your Life in America on KZAALP 96.5 FM. For Spotify listeners, you got a playlist of Virginia Hardcore coming up. Peace.
Oh, oh, oh.
right, you're listening to Your Life in America on KZAA LP 96.5 FM. The block of songs you heard from the top to the bottom was Follow Blind by Naysayer, Shell Shock by Victim, No Other or Slow Violence by No Other Way, and that was just Way to the World by Iron Boots. The two songs that kicked off the show were or the three so- three songs I should say that kicked off the show were an introduction from Brace War. Shout out Brace War. I broke my ankle during your Brace War set 2017. Your Loss, Your Regrets from Down to Nothing and Against the World from Count Me Out. Coming up next is The Stand. I'm sorry. Hollow Inside by Time Flies. The Stand from Bloody Sunday. Refusal from Strike Anywhere. Simple Song from Avail. Play Acting Virtue from Demons. You can follow Your Life in America on Instagram at Your Life in America 96.5 FM. Your Life in America is on Spotify. There's a link to the Spotify page and the profile on Instagram, or you can just search YLIA Community Radio on Spotify. You can also check out yourlifeinamerica.com, which is the blog for the show. has all, kind of, all kinds of writing um, about me, my personal life, past and present, and the history and origin of this radio show. Stay tuned for an interview with a Richmond, Virginia band, Mean Jesus, coming up at 